Fantastic time, and I don't know if it's just I've been gone for a while. What sounds funny? Sounds weird. Oh, your headphones? Yeah, they, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, just because I've been gone for four because, years. Yeah. It's a long time. You decided to ditch us. Well, I think these are different. They're, they're fit differently. Oh, I don't know. I mean, they're the same. Bra- they just aren't broken into my head. So that's probably what it is. Well, well I you just do not, have a big head. So. I do have a big head. <laughs> Physically speaking, I do have a big head. I want to thank uh, everyone that filled in for me while I was gone last week. And, uh, of course, it was the uh, this uh, past week, it probably was like a weekend with four, three people here the whole week. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just me and Rick Moore over on KTTS. And then uh, I think Chelsea over on Power, she popped in and out a couple times. But other mm, than that... Pretty and quiet. Then, yeah, and then Katie, of course, she was in helping because uh, I was doing like nine million jobs. So she helped out while I was running around. And so, yeah, it was just two or three people. Uh, all right. So one of the... Well, thank, uh, thank uh, everyone again for filling it. Sorry, I was trying to read some of these headlines coming out. Today's the big day that we're supposed to get this list released um, of um, Epstein folks. These, these are some individuals that are apparently uh, accused of... Well, child rape. I know they like to downplay it. Well, it's prostitution. Uh, These were underage girls in vulnerable situations that were taken to an isolated island in which they had no means of escape and forced to have sex with powerful men um, while they were underage. Not the men, but but the girls. And so it's Child Rape Island. And it was something that, much like Harvey Weinstein, apparently everyone knew about. But the people, you, 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 you can almost identify... The folks who are at the very least potentially <clears throat> individuals that were at the island. And those are the people who claim they had no idea. You got a couple of camps of individuals. You have the camps of individuals that are like, yeah, we caught you, yeah, we knew. You know, Trump banned Epstein from Mar a Lago. At one point, because of a complaint, I, I believe one of the it was a, a gal who worked there. Uh, there was a complaint that he had maybe been inappropriate towards her. It's something of a nature uh, which falls within the Epstein umbrella, one would think. And and Trump had him banned, even though Trump had been pretty friendly with the guy, known the guy. But when that happened, Trump's like, you're out of here. This, this was well before Epstein had been arrested and charged in Florida with a number of things. Um, and, and you know, you, you get some of these individuals that post his original arrest and the um, in, in Florida. And, and frankly, I forget exactly what it was about, but it, there were a lot of people that were upset and angry in retrospect 
at least outwardly in retrospect, that he got off too easy in Florida. And of course, then we've had the subsequent years uh, in which, he, you know, he was still operating and you still had apparently these rich and wealthy, these wealthy and powerful individuals that were going down to Rape Island, Child Rape Island on, on his plane, the Little Olita. And um, you find that there are two camps during that period of time. One, and there are individuals that are like, yeah. In fact, there was a... Um, was some I don't know if it was a panel discussion or a podcast, but Cindy McCain, John McCain's wife, said in an interview once, everyone knew, everyone knew what he was doing, and you don't do something like he did and have all of these individuals, hundreds and hundreds of powerful people going to his island to use young underage girls as their personal playthings, and no one knows about it. I mean, that's the sort of thing that everyone knows about it. And Cindy McCain, she had once said in an interview, everyone knew about it. And you got the sense that this was a Harvey Weinstein sort of situation where because he was powerful and because the people who knew, they, they also knew people who perhaps benefited from his services to some degree. Now, it was different. Epstein, the Weinstein services were advancements in careers and so forth. Epstein services was you got to rape an underage girl. And so you get this sense that the reason, you think, why didn't anybody say anything? Because they probably all knew someone or perhaps were afraid that they knew someone who benefited from Epstein Island. Some of these people have quietly, if asked, say, well, yeah, you kind of knew, you know, sort of thing. But then there are those that are like, I had no idea whatsoever. Even, oh, no, it's just, it's just such a shock. No clue whatsoever all the time that we were buddying around and palling around this. Uh, come on. These are the people who say these things present themselves as being in the know influential individuals knowledge is power yet they had a an amazing blind spot when it came to this one area they didn't know they did not know one of those individuals of course former president bill clinton now you think about that for a minute one thing that we can all agree on is clinton like the ladies and did not hold back in entertaining himself with his desires. And he liked younger ones. I mean, let's not forget Monica Lewinsky was not much older than his own daughter. In fact, in the world of popular culture, if you will, if you were to ask people, hey, who are some of the most famous playboy womanizing men out there most people probably could have named you know probably would have said bill clinton I mean, he's just that that is a stereotype that he earned and there may be many others out there like him well obviously there are but it's just one of one of the things that he's known for you're telling me that a guy he's friends with epstein who who's revenue source comes from people just like Bill Clinton.
He's buddies with him. He's flying him on, on his his uh, uh, plane that they call Little Lolita. Everyone knows it's called that. And nobody ever once, Epstein never once tells Bill Clinton, who's known for womenizing, who's known for having an eye for the younger ladies that, oh, by the way, this is what I do here on my island. That's what we're supposed to believe. That of all the people out there, everyone, for whatever reason, thought, well, no, Bill Clinton wouldn't be interested in that whatsoever. Oh, no, no. Don't even mention it to him. You know, just when you think about that aspect of it, when you take out the political component to it, you, you just think of it in terms of real life people. Let's say that you are running some sort of underground sex shop and I mean, you're good at it. You're good at it. You've got some of the most high profile people and you're good friends with someone who loves to have sex with people. One of your buddies that you pal around with that has great connections. And you never once met. And he even comes to visit you. He comes to visit your facility. But, oh, you know, he, he somehow doesn't know. And you never did, you never mentioned to him. Do you know how absurd that is? Just from a human nature component. But this is what we're supposed to believe. Just like we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden was the one person in his family who had no idea that his positions and power were being used in order to funnel tens of millions of dollars from all of these different government individuals or people with connections to government. And then he had no idea that all of these LLCs were being set up and no idea that all his family members without offering any goods or services was ha were having millions of dollars funneled into their bank accounts through these LLC shell companies that were set up. No idea. Isn't it amazing how... These Democrat individuals, these former presidents, current presidents that are Democrats that we're told are so bright and so brilliant, somehow manage to be the, the, the most obtuse individuals that are so clueless about the world around them. Uh, Bill Clinton mentioned in over 50 filings in the Epstein document dump. So what to expect on that? Uh, if it does, in fact, occur today and what other names could potentially be in there, a lot of it isn't necessarily apparently the here's a list of individuals that are said to have been raping underage girls, a.k.a. children in exchange for money. But, you know, could be rather benign individuals that didn't necessarily have any sort of involvement in that capacity. Right now, the latest news update from Color 10 and Fox 49. I'm Jesse Inman. Two days into the new year and no suspects are in custody for the New Year's Eve shooting at the Barnhouse on West Sunshine in Springfield. Four people were shot around 2.45 a.m. on January 1st. All four victims' injuries are non-life-threatening. Last week has seen multiple shootings in the area. Six people have been shot in Green County over the last six days. Today, Governor Mike Parson will announce an executive order he's issuing on foreign-owned agricultural land in Missouri. About 0.3% of the state's farmland is currently foreign-owned. China owns the most, with more than 42,000 acres. And a single ticket sold in Michigan has matched all six numbers to win the $842.2 million Powerball jackpot during last night's New Year's Day drawing. It's the fifth largest Powerball jackpot ever won. From Color 10 News, I'm Jesse Inman.
The first alert forecast sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals from Color 10. Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, partly sunny today with a high of 45. Clear 26 tonight, tomorrow sunny with a high of 44. Holler Building Company, Woodvale Subdivision. I, uh, yesterday, the day before, saw that they did a posting regarding that uh, that subdivision specifically Woodvale subdivision that I've talked about the last several weeks and and further back than that I suppose as they have highlighted the builder incentives for folks looking for brand new homes they had a pretty helpful little breakdown in terms of costs and savings and so forth and that's on their Facebook page so I recommend that you check that out if you have been thinking about a new home and by that I mean a brand new home no one's ever lived in before um, you may find when you look at those actual numbers like oh well this actually is something we didn't think would be doable it is doable that is Aller Building Company O-L-L-E-R there's a story in just the news. It does not appear that, Cl- that Clinton raised any objections to the unsealing of records related to the the uh, case of unveiling the names of those people listed in some capacity or another regarding Jeffrey Epstein and the rich, powerful individuals that paid to rape children there at his island. Well, of course he's not going to. This is something a couple of weeks ago when this news first broke where a judge is like, hey, it's in the public interest for the majority of this stuff to be released. It put individuals who would fear their name being released in a pretty bad position because what is it they're afraid of? They're afraid that people will know of their association. Well, if you, if people don't know about it, you don't want them to know about it. It defeats the purpose to file some sort of lawsuit to prevent the the list from being revealed because people are going to pretty much know, oh, well, you must be on that list. And so it's a very it's a a real rock and a hard place from for uh, many of these individuals. So what do you do, particularly if you are somebody like Bill Clinton, uh, the women's president? And you know it's not going to look good for you, but you don't really want to fight it. Even if people understood that Clinton's name was going to be on this, still fighting it makes it appear as if you you really, you know, you recognize that you've done something wrong here potentially. And so what do you do? You're like, oh, no, I don't have any problem with it. One of the, the ways that the Clintons have long dealt with the allegations of sexual assault, sexual harassment, and rape is to dismiss it as old news. This has already been debunked. You, you, you act like it's no big deal. And that allows the media to ignore it, to pretend like, you know, well, there's nothing to cover here. They all work in conjunction. It's one of the ways that you marginalize the victims of sexual assault is to dismiss them as hysterical women or young girls that are looking for attention. Or as James Carvel once famously said, uh, of many of the victims of Bill Clinton, if you drag a $5 bill through a trailer park, this is the sort of thing that you get. Um, this was a, It was a real advancement for women victims of sexual assault during the Clinton era as they were all pretty much treated as trash, just looking for cash. 
And it appears as if the approach is no different when it comes to the Epstein list. Former President Bill Clinton was reportedly mentioned in more than 50 court documents set to be unsealed uh, this year. Now, it was the, the judge's ruling was for the first, the first, of course, a holiday. So perhaps today. Clinton was identified as Doe 36 by ABC News, and his name is reportedly among 177 Epstein associates who are set to be publicly named with the release of records pursuant to a court ruling last month. The, George order, the judge ordered the names to be unsealed in 2024 in connection to Prince Andrew accuser Virginia Roberts uh, uh, Geffrey and her defamation case against Ghislaine Maxwell, Epstein's former girlfriend, who was sentenced to 20 years in prison for sex crimes because of the New Year's holiday. The filings are expected to be released today. In an order analyzing which names should and should not be released, the judge wrote under the entry for J. Doe 36 that all related materials should be unsealed in full as the individual did not raise any objections to the unsealing, the person had widely been reported as an Epstein associate, and their name was mentioned as at Maxwell's criminal trial. Now, this also gives a defense to one of the Democrats' favorite former presidents, because they can say, uh, obviously, it, the, the fact that he raised no objection is proof that he didn't do anything wrong. The victim did not, this particular victim, did not allege Clinton committed any wrongdoing as far as she knew or testified. And ABC News has gone to great lengths to make sure there's no indication that the records contain any evidence that the former president committed any crimes. However, a contentious issue in the case is the girl's claim that she met Clinton on Epstein's private island, Little St. James, even though Maxwell said she had never visited or that he had never visited there. And of course, this is one of the positions that Clinton is also taking uh, that he oh no, that was the one place he didn't go <laughs> or New Mexico, because while we hear so much about the. Epstein Island. There was also a compound in New Mexico that we don't hear nearly as much about. And those are two places that of all the places Clinton visited um, on behalf of or with the assistance of Epstein, those were the two that he never went to. And according to the allegations from one of the victims that he did, that, that's where she saw him. Now, understand we we're well past the I believe her. You know, there was that period of time where Democrats claim that you should believe every, quote, victim and a victim was identified as a girl who made an allegation. But that, of course, doesn't count if you are somebody within a powerful Democrat circle or a powerful Democrat man, then you are not to be believed. Some of the more than 50 redacted filings mentioning Clinton deal with an attempt from the victim's attorneys to subpoena the former president to testify about his relationship with Epstein, who was, of course, found dead in the Manhattan jail cell in 2019. Uh, Clinton's reps have said that the former president stopped communicating with Epstein in 2005. Well, I'm sure we'll believe that. In addition to Clinton documents about Prince Andrew are, are ex also expected to be released. Uh, CIA Director William Burns met multiple times with Epstein in 2014. This was well after the late 
financier was convicted of child sex exploration, according to documents reviewed earlier this year by the Wall Street Journal. So today is the day. Oh, and then uh, uh, the Wall Street Journal, that piece from earlier, I guess it was earlier last year, um, found that Epstein reportedly also attempted to threaten Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates by using his affair as leverage. But of course, Bill Gates is a darling of the left and funds a lot of left-wing causes. So he too... Um, his his victims, if you will, uh, they should not be believed either. Uh, you you get all this is liberal privilege, Democrat privilege. Uh, this is privilege of being a rich, uber rich, powerful left wing individual. Uh, is that you get to do these sorts of things, and then even if it's exposed or caught, uh, it just gets dismissed as well. It was a long time ago, or you just claim these allegations have long been debunked. It doesn't matter whether they have been or not. But you're a Democrat, and so that's sort of your little get out of uh, jail free card. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. We are on Facebook Live. That's right, Facebook Live. Oh, yep, little wave there from Sarah. Little hello, little wave. Facebook Live feed, 1041 Nick Reed. That's sponsored by Springfield Raps, who also designed the KSGF studio. Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, your vehicle, it is an extension of you. It goes where you go, uh, from your child's sporting events to getting groceries to family road trips. It's always there for you. Uh, so whenever it is time to purchase a new vehicle, you want to make sure that you are getting the right one for you and your family. And that's why I recommend that you check out Avis, the car rental company and their long-term rental program. Now, this is a great option to try brand new vehicles before you go ahead and make that final commitment. Avis, they have brand new top tier vehicles. And while you're in a long-term rental program, you don't have to worry about vehicle maintenance. You don't have to make any trips to the DMV. And if you get into a vehicle and then you realize, uh, I kind of want to try something else, you can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, if you want more information on the program or you want to see uh, Avis's 2024 inventory, just swing by the Avis store. It's located here in Springfield off of Fort and Sunshine. You can speak to Lauren. And of course, you can find all of that contact information for Avis, the car rental company under the Sarah's endorsements tab at KSGF. So did you just stay around? I know you worked, but did you guys travel any for? Um, no, I mean, kind of, but not really. We were in the Ozarks. Okay. So, I mean, we jumped around to Galena. We were in Willard at one point. We were up in Buffalo. So we were in the area, but we didn't go any further than like an hour away. I realized it said a lot of, about me. We were for a few days in Kansas City. This was last week. Mm-hmm. And so we, we st- when we go up there and it's a tradition thing, it goes ways back but um we stay at the Raphael, and then we just pretty much do things that are walking distance we'll find different restaurants we haven't been to we went to one called i think it was called the melting pot it was really really neat is that the it's fondue all, yes, one that yeah, you're talking yeah. about that sounds delicious it is it is very expensive by the way so I will it, not be eating there. <laughs> it is probably much more expensive than people would expect it to be. Yeah. But it was really neat. And our, our server, she was fantastic because we're like, we don't know what we're doing. Um, just, you know, and you think, oh, fondue, that's just cheese and bread. But there's a, a, a ton more than that. And my mother-in-law came along with us by our request. We asked her to go. And so then there, and, and we always eat at the Chaz, which is the restaurant down below. Uh, the Raphael, and then um, Graham and something. I can never, I'm horrible at remembering names of restaurants. All these nice restaurants. Yet, 
the place I was most excited about going was Gringo's in Joplin. I thought afterward, I, that was what I was most pleased about. I was like, ooh. And I thought, that says a lot about me. Well, actually, I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to say Wendy's. And I'm like, no, oh. no. Well, because, you know, we've got Wendy's. I love Wendy's but in um, Republic. But Gringo's, there isn't one here. And so you got to make it all the way over to Joplin or Web City. Well, there is one in Neosho as well. But um, And while that's not terribly far, it was convenient because after we dropped my mother-in-law, off we she lives in joplin and we're like let's go through gringos and i thought what what is wrong with me that that was my most <laughs> exciting meal after um you know hitting all those fantastic places in kansas city coming up new polling blacks hispanics young voters abandoning joe biden as election year begins which is why we're seeing you know people like the, the secretary of state in maine uh, saying, yeah, you know, we're just going to essentially cancel the election by not allowing uh, a Trump to be on the ballot. And we're seeing more and more Democrats that are, again, taking the route of Iran, Venezuela, uh, Russia, in which you just tell the opposition what candidates they're allowed to have on the ballot. And, and, uh, and you know, that's protecting democracy. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvement. From Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Partly sunny 45 today, 26 tonight, sunny 44 tomorrow. I saw, is it later this? I saw snow, a little snow icon down yes, the Yes, I did. I can't remember what day. I don't know what day. the likelihood or how much. What was there? Let's see, where was I? Did you get snow oh, in Kansas City? No, it, I think it snowed the day before we went there mm, and it okay. melted by time we got there and then did it snow here some it did so, yeah, so we, we got a it. like a, a pretty we, good, we missed it both yeah ways. i think we got about an inch up in our neck of the woods but it was a very light dusting in springfield and then i don't know a couple hours later it was all gone so we got snow but not really uh, well looks like maybe we will maybe i'll have to look possibly see what day yeah I, and i don't know what the how much or the likelihood i'm guessing it's not anything significant because everyone's not talking about yeah, it Yeah, i'm thinking it's next flip week. it out maybe it's really, it's really good to be back i know i really missed the you. last Sight no, for I'm, sore yeah, eyes. i know i mean i missed being here missed you and and i, I the last couple of days in particular because my wife worked so mm-hmm. i was home alone because the girl child wasn't home and i was just bored out of my mind <laughs> i watched I, I, it's like, I'm bored. And there, I, like, you know, you Google movies, because I, I try to find, and it's just, the suggestions, they're all the same. And so I thought, I'm going to go a different angle. So I Googled best Irish horror films. Uh huh. What'd now, you come up with? Uh, really great. I, I was like, okay, I've never heard of the vast majority of these. And when I say that, I'm not talking, oh, Leprechaun 1 through 7. These are actual films that were filmed in Ireland. One of them I had heard of because I had seen it years ago. It was called The Cured. Ellen Page was in it. And it was really interesting about it was um, a zombie apocalypse film, but it was post-apocalyptic where the zombies, they had managed to... Uh, like integrate them back into society but i think it was supposed to be a parallel to segregation and stuff but it was a pretty interesting take on it Uh, uh, that was the only one i had seen on the list but i I, so i sat for two days watching irish horror films yeah but they were different films i hadn't seen before and i actually kind of enjoyed them but i did i thought last night um morgan asked she's like are you excited to get back I was like, yeah, actually, I'm going to be very glad to to get back. And I think that when you are glad to get back to work, that means one of two things. 
either you do really like your job or your home life sucks. <laughs> um, but I have a great home life, and so, you know, that I guess says a lot about my job as well. I really go. like that. President Biden heading into election years showing alarming weakness amongst stalwarts of the Democrat base, that being blacks, Hispanics, and young voters, according to yet another new poll, the USA Today. Suffolk University polls show that one in five black voters would support a third-party candidate in 2024. In addition... Biden has fallen behind former President Donald Trump, the likely Republican nominee, with Hispanic voters and young voters. You know how just incredible that is? Now, these numbers that we are seeing with greater consistency, and I understand polls are polls and so forth. It it is still crazy to me that two of the demographics that Republicans never, I shouldn't say never, but really did not focus on in terms of getting a majority of support. Wrote off young voters. They're always going to vote Democrat. They're always going to support the Democrat nominee, Hispanic voters. Uh, In fact, we were told if Donald Trump ever got elected president, no Hispanic in any significant fashion would ever support him again. Uh, That's why we needed Jeb Bush, because he spoke Spanish and and wanted an open border. And so uh, Donald Trump was going to be the end of the Republican Party in terms of national elections because that and he's leading Biden again in Hispanic voters. He is leading amongst young voters. And we're talking outside margin of error stuff here. Hispanic voters, and this is yet again another poll, 39 to 34% over Biden. With young voters, 37 to 33%. <laughs> I mean, just, it is crazy to me. Both of these groups, by the way, backed Biden in 2020. This is how bad the Democrats have damaged this country. Trump has the support of 12% of black voters, which is the same percentage he had in 2020, according to the poll. Now, that's down from some of the other polls that have consistently showed him with significant gains from that. The survey included 1,000 likely voters. It was conducted by landline and cell phone. The poll showed that 44% of Trump supporters described themselves as a 10 on the thermometer measuring enthusiasm. So uh, roughly half said on a scale of 1 to 10, how enthusiastic, like 10. Uh... Among Biden supporters, 18% said 10, 18. This is what has been in the past called the enthusiasm vote or the enthusiasm gap. Which candidate has voters that are more enthusiastic? And by well over twice the amount, according to this poll, Trump supporters are enthusiastic on a scale of 1 to 10 of 10 over Biden's supporters that only have 18 The poll also showed Vice President Kamala Harris got lower job approval ratings than Biden among black voters. (laughs) Now, isn't that perfect? Because we're told 
the reason that Kamala Harris doesn't get the support that she deserves is because of racism, because she is a black woman in America, yet she has a lower job approval rating than Biden among black voters. She's less liked by black voters than the white guy in the White House. Only 56% of what clearly are white supremacist black voters say that they support Kamala Harris compared to Biden at 68%. She is also less popular among young voters. 70 or 27% of young voters like her compared to Biden at 32%. I Can you so here you are. You try to be young and hip. You go, you're like, oh man, yeah, I listened to Tupac and remember all that to do when she was running for president. Or that may have been when she was on the ticket with Biden. Here you got this decrepit old white guy. Now, it's not as if Kamala is some early 20s TikTok influencer, but compared to Joe Biden, she's a spring chicken. Joe Biden shuffles around, can't remember how many grandkids he has, gets scared at the sight of Easter bunnies, forgets where he is. I mean, he is the he is the stereotypical caricature of an old man. And you're Kamala Harris and you're learning that amongst young people, he's more popular than you are. <laughs> I do believe, however, and it would be interesting to listen to a conversation amongst Kamala and her people, other than writing it off as an anomaly, why it is that black people don't support her and why more black voters support Biden than her or have a positive vision of Biden than her, given that their go-to is always racism. But they're, they're in, the, these people, particularly on the left, who just live in a state of total delusion and believe that they are never wrong, that they are the most in-tune, high IQ individuals to walk the planet. And so they just naturally believe if people don't support them, it must be because of what category I'm in. Oh, I'm woman and I'm a minority. So that it must be for those reasons. That, that is the go-to for these individuals because they have been indoctrinated into the mindset of victimhood constantly. Anytime you don't get your way, anytime anyone disagrees with you, anytime someone doesn't like you, it's because you are in this special category. And I'm sure these numbers are no different, though, like I said, I, I'm sure if confronted or asked, well, why do you think that you're less popular than the old white guy, even amongst blacks, uh, that uh, it would probably be written off as some sort of an anomaly? Or they do like to, at least in the context of Trump, the left loves to slap the label of toxic masculinity on black men. This is how they explain away the... The support that black men give to Trump is that, well, you know, he's this big sort of bully guy. And that really speaks to the culture of the black man. This is what the left often says. So they, they, they could potentially rationalize it that way in terms of Biden support. Also, problem within the Muslim community, leaders in swing states go national with an effort against Biden in the 2024 election because he's just not anti-Semitic enough. I'm Nick Reed. Streaming live, KSGF.com. 
I am Nick Reed. On Saturday, a coalition of Muslim leaders in swing states announced they are stepping up their efforts to make sure Joe Biden loses the 2024 presidential election because he's not anti-Semitic enough. The hashtag abandoned Biden campaign officially began earlier in December, led by Muslim leaders in swing states like Michigan, Minnesota and Arizona, who disapprove of his support of Israel defending itself against the terrorist attacks from Hamas. The counterattacks have come at the cost of tens of thousands of innocent Palestinian lives, they claim. Now the coalition intends to expand the pressure campaign to all 50 states. Lead organizer Jelani Hussein said in a statement, we will save America from itself by punishing Biden at the ballot box. The group isn't completely uh, obtuse. They do understand our two-party system and that their efforts may well help elect GOP candidates. Hussein saying there is a likelihood that our votes may weaken the Democrats, that the Republicans may win. We're not fools about that. The hashtag abandoned Biden campaign is willing to take that risk. We will risk an unknown four years of Trump. Well, it's not an unknown four years of Trump. I mean, of course, to some degree, you don't know what is going to happen, but it isn't completely unknown what the approach to dealing with the Middle East will be under a Trump administration. I mean, we, 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 we witnessed four years of it. It was obliterating ISIS's stronghold, the geographic carve-out that they had created in Syria and Iraq. It was the economic sanctions that were crippling Iran. The Abraham Accords with peace. We had unprecedented peace times and meaningful agreement signed between Israel and numerous nations in the Middle East and Saudi Arabia was next till Biden got elected. So it isn't an unknown under Trump. And again, well, oh, taking out Soleimani also. Oh, I had a conversation. Just talking about the taking out of Soleimani. This was where the Democrats went apoplectic. You can't take out some big terrorist like that. He's really important to Iran. What's gotten into you? Don't you know you're going to cause World War III? I was having a conversation. I'm going to be relatively vague here, but I was having a conversation with an individual that I've known for years. And he was telling me about a conversation with someone that we both know who is a teenager whose family is from Iran. And she was talking about how she she had gone back, um, I think it was over the summer, to visit family in Iran. And she was talking about how when Soleimani was taken out by Trump, there were quiet celebrations that, that, that particularly amongst young people, there were house parties to celebrate that. They were underground, underground parties taking place. 
And she was talking about how, and evidently it was even a surprise to her, the perception of Trump amongst the citizens, not the, you know, the, the head honchos of, of Iran, but the actual citizens and the vast majority, they love Trump because Trump was putting the screws to the mullahs, to the, to the leadership in Iran, and it gave them hope that they were coming that much closer to freedom. That the dictators would collapse because the the Trump administration was really putting the screws through. And then Trump took out Soleimani and they were in full-blown celebration, but all underground and quiet. And they loathe Biden as citizens over there because all they see is an ally to the dictators of Iran through his behavior. Now, this isn't some right-wing individual. This is a an Iranian-American girl who was back for a period of time in Iran visiting family uh, there as her parents are are from Iran. And and, uh, I think apparently she herself was even a little surprised because, of course, that's not anything that you hear presented here in the United States. I thought that was interesting. This, of course, all of these... These recognitions of... For different reasons, the erosion of black support for Biden. And while they may not all be going to Trump, when you have 10 percent of blacks that are saying we'll vote third party before we'll vote Joe Biden, that's very dangerous for Biden. It's also it's it's very dangerous for whomever it is that they are going to throw their support behind. We continue to see young people supporting Trump over Biden. We continue to see Hispanics supporting Trump over Biden. But if they start talking about suburban housewives polling Trump over Biden, Lord knows what they'll do. But this isn't something that they're changing. Hence, trying to throw them off the ballot. These are the only ways, the only ways that the Democrats are recognizing that they can increase their likelihood of winning are the same ways that Putin does and the, and uh, the, the dictators in Iran and Venezuela, and that is to tell the opposition who you're allowed to have on the ballot. I shared an article from last year, the Associated Press covering the elections in Iran and how there was low voter turnout as they continue to see lower voter turnout because the... The dictators choose, they, they decide who gets to oppose them on the ballot. And the, the individual that had the greatest likelihood of winning amongst the actual voters and citizens of Iran was the one guy that was told he couldn't be on the ballot for whatever legal reasons. It's the same thing happening in Venezuela with Maduro. And that's what the Democrats are bringing here. And, of course, they're doing it to save democracy, they tell us. If you are operating your elections in the same manner that Putin does, that Venezuela does, that Iran does, that banana republics do, that all of these dictatorships do, do you think you're really protecting democracy? You need to look around the room. Recognize who your comrades are. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick. They want custom car care. All of those car care needs. I don't know what I expected this morning, though. I had to do a little 
off the windshield frost. Yeah, you get the frost. Um, your defroster, it is more than just simply making sure that there's warm air there. There's other components involved, and it can be a real safety issue. I know how it is. I've been this way before. You're impatient. You get in. You don't want to wait for the defroster to work. You don't want to get out and do it. So you're kind of like driving. You can kind of sort of see. That's just dangerous. Not just you to others. So be smart about it. Have that checked out. Have all of your hoses, your belts. It's this cold weather coming, folks, and it can have a negative impact on your vehicles. A1 Custom Car Care for all of your car care needs. Coming up, Maine Democrat who barred Trump from ballot met with Biden twice and called Electoral College white supremacy.